You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's play it, everybody, on a Monday, July 23rd into Tuesday, July 24th. It is another week of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you as we take you up until the first day of training camp. Oh, my goodness, how exciting is this football back this week? The team will report on Thursday to Allen Park and have their first practice Friday under Matt Patricia where training camp and the preseason and everything else gets started very, very shortly. But again, this coming Friday. My name is Matt Derry. Thank you for listening on Megaphone.fm, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We thank you for joining us and tuning in. Today's show proudly brought to you by our friends at BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. And also by the Freddie the Pizza Man for Autism Foundation. Check out Freddie at F-R-E-D-I, the Pizza Man. Dot com. All right, so we've, get, we've gotten through a bunch of stuff. I want to go over the schedule today a little bit and talk about the fact that the Lions' schedule, and this has been discussed a little bit, but I want to get into it today a little bit too. Uh, the Lions' schedule is going to be very, very difficult. And I heard something uh, interesting last night that I kind of want to piggyback off of, and I will do that coming up in a matter of moments. Also, we'll list off our five guys that we think could be first-time Pro Bowlers for the Lions. I've given you four already. We'll go over player number five and then recap that list. All of that today right here on Locked on Lions. If you follow me on Twitter, please do and please comment whenever you want on what we talk about on the show at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. So go to the Matt Derry Facebook uh, fan page as well. Again, thank you for uh, uh, dealing with my my throat and my hoarseness over the last few weeks. Um, going to get, get hopefully get this fixed and rectified so we're ready to go for the start of the season. Uh, just like everybody else, people are going through just about, you know, a little ni- uh, uh, nicks and everything else um, in life. So same with me. All right, let's start with this here on Lockdown Lions today. Um, I've given you the four players already out of five that I think could be first-time Pro Bowlers for the Lions here in 2018. Um, A. Robinson, we talked about the defensive tackle. Uh, Taylor Decker, the left tackle. Jamal Agnew as a return man who nearly made it last year as a rookie. And also Marvin Jones, who's never been to the Pro Bowl and is a guy at age 28 that still has a lot of good years left. And you look at the NFC receivers, and I think Marvin Jones has a chance after kind of a breakout year last year, uh, catching a a, a bunch of passes, getting over 1,000 yards uh, receiving, to maybe be a Pro Bowler this year, especially if the Lions can establish some type of running game. My fifth and final player was kind of a difficult pick because I think he's got a lot of potential. I don't think that there's a great chance that all of a sudden he elevates himself in year two as a Pro Bowl caliber player. But I think Jared Davis needs to step up and have a big year. And I think in year two, if he can defend the pass better, if he can fly around the field better, there's a chance. There's a chance he can become a dominant interior linebacker, an inside linebacker for this football team. So I'll throw Jared Davis out there as the fifth guy that could be a first-time Pro Bowler this year. Now, remember, last year he finished with 96 combined tackles. Uh, His best game tackle-wise was the final week of the season against Green Bay, where a lot of guys padded their stats, including Ziggy Ansah, where Davis finished with 12 combined tackles, 8 total, 4 assists, and an interception in that game. You look at his overall numbers. Jared Davis finished with only one interception the entire year, playing in the middle of the field. Now, I'm not telling you he needs to have six or seven, but as a middle linebacker, as a former first-round pick, and was a first-round pick last year, number 21 overall, started as a rookie, 
played in in every game. Uh, Jared Davis didn't make enough plays. And it was one of the reasons why I thought the defense at times underachieved. Again, very, very tough role to ask a rookie to step in at middle linebacker, to be flanked by uh, uh, two very average players most of the time, and Tyre Whitehead and Paul Warlow, and have to really, really step up. I thought Davis last year started the season pretty well uh, in the opener against Arizona. Then I thought he definitely regressed as the season went on, had a lot of issues, excuse me, a lot of issues, uh, guarding tight ends, checking tight ends in coverage, and overran a lot of plays. Now, again, at Florida, he flew around the field. That was college football. And I know the SEC is as is, is, is t- is close to the NFL for the college game as you can get. But I thought over-pursuing, uh, I, I thought missing, uh, you know, missing holes defensively, staying in gaps was something that Jared Davis certainly uh, needs to work on for 2018 only had three passes defended too and if you listen to the folks at profootballfocus.com and i love the the pff and i think they do an excellent job they did not grade jared davis out very well for his first season he got an overall grade by pff of 46.1 which ranked number 61 amongst linebackers and again they do their grading based on uh, uh, they, 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 they use the, the subjects of elite, high quality, above average, average, below average, poor, rookie, and limited. And he, he graded out poorly. He got a poor grade of 46.1. Whereas you look at Darius Slay, his grade was 88.1, high quality. And Darius Slay, to me, has become an elite player. But he didn't get the elite ranking just yet. But is it fair to jump on top of Jared Davis a little bit for his performance last year and be overly negative because he was a rookie. He's playing on a defense that lost Haloti Nada uh, middle of the season, didn't have a great run stuffer in the middle to kind of assist him, to, to push back the O-line, to, to make initial contact with a back. So Davis was asked to do a lot of things and wasn't surrounded by a lot of great players as a rookie. And I know many folks... Uh, uh, shook their head uh, toward the end of last year when they looked up Reuben Foster's numbers, the linebacker that the Lions passed on out of Alabama, to take Davis. And Foster had terrific numbers and had a better season in San Francisco than Davis did. But I think Jared Davis is, is going to be a good football player. I think he's going to get better. You know, he, he's 6'1", 238, can really run. And I'm hopeful that this is the year that he really breaks out. Uh, and they need him to desperately. I also think they've put some better linebackers around him with the signings of Kennard and Jones, and and, and hopefully um, Jalen Reeves-Maben plays more and gets better. So I think the supporting cast around him will be better. The question's going to be, will Sylvester Williams up front and these other nose tackles and D tackles that the Lions have um, step in and fill the fill the void lost by Haloti Nada? And will Sean Robinson step up? So this was kind of a tough call for me, getting this list of five guys together. It was a no-brainer for me with Taylor Decker. I think Sean Robinson can do it. I think Marvin Jones can do it. I think Jamal Agnew, as a return man, can be in the Pro Bowl. I think he's that explosive. Finding the fifth guy was difficult for me. You look at all the cornerbacks that the Lions have and the depth that they have at the secondary, but we all know it took Darius Slay years to get that Pro Bowl call. Uh, anybody else on the offensive line? I thought about Rick Wagner, but um, I'm, I'm higher on Jared Davis this year than Rick Wagner. 
And Wagner's making a ton more money and has been around and might make the Pro Bowl as a, as a right tackle. He was up for consideration. But I, I have some confidence that I think Jared Davis is going to get the job done and have a better year this year in 2018. Or listen up, uh, listeners. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On Lions. And hey, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go sexually? Well, listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue, Chew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, all right? So increase your performance, get that extra confidence in bed by going to BlueChew.com and trying them out. You can get them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewables, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, being embarrassed, whatever. No more awkwardness. Not at Blue Chew, all right? They're prescribed online. It's perfect. They're made in the U.S. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a deal for those of you listening right here on Lockdown Lions. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code Locked on to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring Locked on Lions. I want to give a, uh, uh, before I talk about what Freddie the Pizza Man is doing, and we we have Freddie join us today uh, for a split second. I want to talk about the schedule and where the Lions sit right now. Uh, We talked last week on the podcast about Nate Davis from USA Today in an article that was reprinted by the Free Press. Uh, Nate Davis um, predicting from USA Today the Lions finished last place in the division and at 6-10, and 10, which I think is absolutely preposterous and outrageous. Um, uh, I think the Lions are going to be a good, good football team. I'm not predicting they win the division, but I believe they need to go out and do it. I think they need to raise the bar and get better. And Minnesota, I've never been that huge of a Minnesota fan. I respect the identity that they have. I love what they do defensively. You know, uh, uh, Griffin and, um, you know, the guys up front for that Vikings team are tremendous. All right. Their secondary is loaded. Their linebackers are good. All right. Minnesota has a very good defense. All right. Dalvin Cook should rush for a thousand yards this year. Thielen and Diggs are huge weapons. All right. Rudolph is a very good tight end. The Lions don't have that. But I'm not that sold on Kirk Cousins. Never have been. But you look at the schedule for the Lions, and it is imperative for this football team once they go into training camp this weekend and then get ready for preseason, um, which begins in Oakland, by the way, Friday, August 10th. By the way, my guy, Greg Papa, touchdown Raiders, is gone. All reports indicate Brent Musburger is going to be doing the Raider games now on radio for the next two years. How about that? I love Brent, but I miss Greg. I'll miss Greg Papa. But um, I think one thing that Matt Patricia is going to definitely want to stress to his guys is getting off to a good start. Because you look at the schedule and the opener against the Jets on Monday Night Football at Ford Field. you got to win that football game. That's a game you cannot lose. And the Jets are terrible. And then at San Francisco, and I'm well aware going out to the West Coast is never easy. And people are, are all over that Niner bandwagon with Jimmy Garoppolo and some of the young talent that they've accumulated there. But that's, again, another winnable game. But then you really get into the difficult part of this schedule. And I, I was checking out uh, four of uh, Sportsworks last night on Fox 2, and 
I thought Caputo actually made a pretty good point that there's no gimmies on this schedule. It's a lot more of a difficult schedule than they had last year. And even with some of the gimmies that they had, they stubbed their toe. The Lions should have won in Baltimore, and they should have won in Cincinnati. Those were subpar teams. And I know winning on the road is, is difficult. But you look at the schedule after the first two weeks, we're talking about New England on Sunday night, and then at Dallas on September 30th, you know, and, and then Green Bay and Miami. Miami on the road, you got to win. But Seattle comes in at Minnesota, at Chicago. Carolina comes in again. you got to play the Rams at home. you got to go out to the West Coast and play Arizona, where the Lions never seem to win. You're playing in the freezing cold in Buffalo in Week 15. And then having to finish the season at Lambeau after then playing Minnesota the week before, it's tough. It's a difficult schedule for this football team. And the more you look at it, the more you kind of break down. And I understand, too, Nate Davis said he thinks Seattle's in, in big trouble. So maybe that game will turn out to be a lot easier than expected. But the Lions have a difficult, difficult schedule this year. And the question has to be asked, could this team improve and get better and have a worse record? See, I'm not buying it. They've gone 9-7 and seven the last two years. I understand they've eked out a couple of late wins. I understand last year, for sure, the schedule was easier. But we need to be revisit this in, the, in about week four or five to see where some of these teams are. Because you look at the schedule and say, oh man, Seattle and the Rams and, those, and Carolina at home, what if those teams underachieve? I don't think the Rams will. I think L.A. is tr- tremendous. Very, very good football team. But just keep this in mind, folks. The schedule is going to be very, very difficult. But I'm not buying this. Well, they're a better football team, but they had a tougher schedule, so they finished 8-8 eight and eight and didn't make the playoffs. But we saw a lot of improvement. We're entering year number 10 of Matthew Stafford. This team needs to go out and surprise some people. And Matt Patricia, the pickup of Matt Patricia, to me, that's the most important move that they've made. He's got to find a way to scheme and beat some of these teams that are better. Because that is what the Lions' blueprint has been. That is what Bob Quinn said when they fired Jim Caldwell. All right, I told you earlier, we are sponsored today by Freddie the Pizza Man, the Foundation for Autism as well. Freddie joins me now from down in Melvindale. What's up, Freddie? Hey, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing uh, doing very well. I know you got the golf outing coming up, and you continue to sell the Stafford Art Leader t-shirts. How's it going? Oh, that's going really well. You know, and uh, being next week, uh, the Lions are going to be opening up training camp, I think 27th to 28th, something like right around that time. If you're going to training camp, I, I encourage you to come down to the pizza shop, get yourself a Stafford Our Leader t-shirt. I sell them in-store. Take it to training camp. Wear it around training camp. If you come in, I'll even give you a slice of pizza. Really? You're throwing in a slice? You you, you, you crazy guy. I love it. <laughs> you better believe it, man. Right, and, so- uh, you know, if you can't make it, if you can't, I'm sorry, man. If you can't make it to the store... You can obviously go online, freddythepizzaman.com. As you say, always very well, F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. You can get it shipped all over the United States. Don't, I, am I the only one that does that, throws in the I instead of the uh, – because some people spell it F-R-E-D-D-Y, you know? No, I get it, oh, I get it spelled so many different ways. I mean, but People still call me Frank, believe it or not. So I get, I get everything. Fra- Frank? I get Frank, and you know, you know. Sometimes on Twitter, you get, you know, even you know, four letter bombs. You know, you get, you get it all, Matt. You oh, know, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to avoid that scene. All right, uh, FreddyThePizzaMan dot com. Got the golf outing coming up in late September. I will be there. We're raising money for um, 
the, the school that, that, that your son attempts or goes to for autism, um, the Allen Learning Center, all the money that, that is being raised, Freddie, is going uh, to autism and, and your foundation. It's fantastic. Yeah, let, and let me add, you're going to be emceeing the events, and uh, Dallas, the, the Dallas Cowboys and the Lions will be playing that day. And the money the money is going to Allen School, but I want to make it clear, it's going to as many programs as possible in the state. So if you run an autism program or you teach one, I encourage you, write me a letter. Write me an old-fashioned hand letter through the mail. Mail it to me and tell me about yourself. Tell me about your program. Tell me your name. And I want to spy, I want to help donate to your program. Whether you're in the UP, whether you're in Grand Haven, the lady I spoke to, Nancy, there, send me the letter. I want to help you, and I want to do it throughout the whole state, not just um, certain cities. FreddieThePizzaMan.com, all the information is there. Uh, Fredo, we're opening up training camp this week. You excited? Oh, I'm very excited. You know me. I'm, I'm like every other Lions fan. You know, Super Bowl, division win, playoffs. Uh, you, you know, all that, but uh, I'm very excited. And what you're saying, you talk about it so great in your podcast every day, that Bob Quinn's guys are starting to, to step up and starting to take shape on this team. And a lot of the Martin Mayhew guys will start slowly be going, new generation, and the only thing we can look up is look up, you know, is Super Bowl. That's, that's, that's the goal here, Matt, Super Bowl. All right, Freddie, love talking to you, man. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks, brother. Catch you later. Always a pleasure to talk to my good friend, Freddie Bello. Freddie the Pizza Man, support his cause. Get the T-shirt. I've got one at Freddie, F-R-E-D-I, the pizza man, dot com. The shirts are great, folks. Shirts are awesome. Stafford, our leader. All right, that'll do it for another edition of Locked on Lions for this Monday, July 23rd into Tuesday, July 24th. Appreciate the folks at BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. And, of course, Freddie the Pizza Man, too. Get that slice. Get that goulash. Uh, and support uh, the Friday the Pizza Man Foundation for autism. He uh, does great work there. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.